Let's take off. Bongani and Nala on Radio 2000. So there's a study that was uh, co-published by the University of Stellenbosch Business School. Um, it was found that South African businesses are failing to meet uh, regulatory targets for the employment of people with disabilities. Um, there's almost uh, this disillusion, you know, with workplaces that uh, do not accommodate their physical, social and professional needs. Um, and obviously this leads to unemployment um, of disabled people. To talk about this, we've got Dr. Aman Bam, Head of Social Impact at the University of Stellenbosch Business School. Good morning, uh, Doctor. Welcome to the show. Good morning and thank you for having me. According to your study, it seems that a lot of corporates sort of use uh, disability as a tick box that just needs to be ticked. But that's where it ends. Yes, that's the typical approach where it is that businesses leverage the employment of people with disabilities for their strategic advantage uh, and then that tick box exercise. And so it becomes an employment equity um, uh, imperative rather than what we would suggest the moral imperative for including people with disabilities. Why do you think corporates are not embracing people that are living with disabilities and creating a more inclusive environment for them? Typically, it revolves around the fallacy of the cost of employing people with disabilities. Uh, employers generally uh, seem to think that the cost of uh, accommodations are, are costly, which is, has previously been proven to, to be false. And then there's a general lack of awareness uh, and what it is that people with disabilities can actually contribute within their working environment. Yeah. Now, in your study, Doc, uh, you actually mentioned something about the confusion between equality and equity. Explain that for us. Well, I think when you look at what happens within transformation committees, they tend to focus purely on most of the time around the issues of gender and race. And so they move towards this issue of equity. And what we're looking for is equality in the workplace, mm -hmm. creating spaces where people feel included. And so it shouldn't be a discussion about numbers, but rather about how it is that anyone is able to uh, gain employment and feel comfortable and yeah, yeah. And then, Doc, I mean, a lot of companies think just putting up a ramp and making sure that people living with disabilities are able to come into the organization is enough. What would you say are some of the practical ways to accommodate people living with disabilities in the workplace? I think from our study where we showed that there was an important um, point of access was around the induction and orientation. And I think we make three, at least three key recommendations here, is one should look, or employers should look at employing or appointing a disability champion, someone that actually has an inherent and a meaningful interest in promoting uh, disability inclusion. And then the inclusive practices need to extend prior to the person or people entering the workplace. And yes, we see that the practical aspects um, can really be improved on. And so preparing for the arrival of an employee with disability should actually take place prior to the person entering the workplace. Uh, and, and none of these accommodations should take place without the voice of the person with a disability being expressed. 
doctor, lastly, I mean, obviously you spoke to a lot of people um, that are living with, a, with disabilities. How do they feel just in general about being seen as the other? You know, or, or, or how do they feel about people tiptoeing around their disabilities um, in the workplace? I think there was a lot of criticism um, that is leveraged against this notion of disability sensitization that takes place in the workplace. And I think that particular aspect where people are put onto some sort of pedestal and paraded in the workplace is really demeaning. And the calls there were for prior to the disclosure of a disability, to consult with a person with disability about that process, how comfortable they would feel with having their disability disclosed. Mm. Um, and empowering them in that way. So not stripping someone's autonomy in that decision-making process, but allowing them to be at the forefront of that decision-making. Doctor, we'll need to leave it there. That's Dr. Aman Bam, Head of Social Impact at the University of Stellenbosch's Business School, talking about the study uh, that, they, that they did around how companies are still f- falling very short when it comes to employing people or accommodating people who are living with a disability. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. with Bongani and Nala. Let's take off.